Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag and balance7.com. I'm Yoa Legazzo. That's at Yoa, I-O-U-A, Legazzo uh, on Twitter. And I'm joined by my brother, John Webb Legazzo, and he's his handle is at the silent trend. But uh, yeah, I mean, t- today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Jared Dudley uh, first. Um, we... News broke out this week um, that he was hired by the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, as an assistant coach. And I believe, John Webb, I believe he's going to be one of the front bench coaches, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. Duds, man, sitting up there front and center. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome for him. Um, uh, so that was great news. Everybody was happy. Right, everybody was happy for him, and and a little surprised, right? A little surprised, uh, what happened? Because we thought Duds was coming back. Yeah, here we were, like announced Duds, and right. they announced something different. Exactly, exactly. We um, kind of, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of like the whole Ronaldo to Manchester City thing it didn't happen, and then he ended ended up going to Manchester United. Um, it's but big. It's big news for Messi to PSG. Yeah, man, that's big news too. <laughs> that's big news too. Um, but I, I saw today. I know this isn't Lakers, but I saw today that Ronaldo's news got had the most likes or retweets or whatever, something like that ever uh, that has ever happened. So I mean, it seems like yeah, man, happy about that. I mean, yeah. Re- I mean, how re- many followers does that dude have? Millions. He has the top. millions. Yeah, the top. Yeah. Yeah, so more than the White House, exactly, exactly. He's more famous than the White House, um, <laughs> um, but uh, let's talk about duds um, and and steer clear away from politics today. <laughs> let's talk Sounds about good. La- let's talk about Laker politics. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, so we got some some uh, some news reporting uh, about Duds, some comments that he made, uh, according to an LA Times article by Bill Plaschke. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, basically called out the Lakers uh, at 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 some point during this uh, reported phone interview, right, with with Bill. Um, so I'm going to read a few parts of this, right? A few parts of his, of, of what he said, um, of what Dud said. And then, uh, 
Yeah, let's, we'll just go from there. So he said, you know, I, I thought I was coming back to the Lakers. This is crazy. Um, I did want to come back. Uh, I did think I could help the team, especially have, especially having so many new players. But I understand they wanted to get younger. Obviously, LeBron and AD wanted me back. Uh, but we just couldn't convince, convince them. No one owed me anything. Rob Palinka and Kurt Ramis were honest and upfront, nothing but respect and gratitude to them and Jeannie Buss. I will be forever, forever thankful for the opportunity they gave me, but I did want to come back. I talked to Rob and Kurt. I thanked them, but I told them, you're valuing youth more than a locker room presence guy. Mm-hmm. I said, I respect you for that, but I think you're wrong. So, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that, those are very pointed words. Right. Right. Um, big call. Big call out. Right. Um, other notable parts in the, in the article. Right. Um, and this is Bill uh, Plashkey reporting. And, and writing, right? Uh, while Palinka was unable for, un, unavailable for comment, Laker officials wanted to convey their deepest respect and admiration for Dudley, who they said they will always be part of the Lakers family. It appears they didn't want him as a player because they felt that with their aging team, they needed, they need youthful depth. Uh, they apparently never discussed the possibility that he would retire and become a coach. So that's that's one point, right? What? That's that's a lot, right, to take in. They never discussed the possibility that he would retire and become a, pro, a coach. So that's one. Second, they wanted a more they needed a youthful depth. That's what they're they're looking for. The Lakers are are looking for. I don't know, man. Look, first off, this is excellent writing by Bill Plaschke, a great LA Times columnist. Covered the Lakers for many years, knew Kobe really well, and someone who really has access to that locker room. I mean, Duds, he's right. Like, he's right. The value of someone like Jared Dudley to a Lakers team contending for a championship is massive. And he was willing to return for pretty much nothing, Yoa. Like, pretty much nothing. Like, a non-guaranteed contract, maybe a sideline assistant player development, locker room specialist, whatever you call it. It was, it was nothing uh, drop in the ocean. Um, and there's a lot of debate right now whether this adds to the off-season mistakes the Lakers have made. You're, you're right. I mean, there's, there's a few already that, that they've uh, – well, one big one, one big blunder was yeah. Alex Caruso, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you have little ones like Markeith Morris, right? We've talked. We talked about that. Um, I, I guess you weren't there. That was McKay that that said that. That uh, um, McKay said that that was one big mistake uh, to let uh, Markeith go, and he he used to be a Markeith hater too. <laughs> he, he was very adamant Markeith hater. <laughs> but, but you know my take about Alex Caruso. I've you know that's that's my mind on it. Right. Uh, this is the second mistake of the offseason. You don't get rid of your go-to wing defender and then the next couple of weeks get rid of your glue guy and not have like growing pains. 
That's true. I, I'm I'm interested to see how the how the locker room will be like as we head into the as you know training camp and preseason and the regular season. We talked about this offline on our chat. Like, who's going to be the locker room guy now, right? Who's going to be that glue guy, the chemistry guru in that locker room that's going to um, keep guys uh, in check and in line and hold guys accountable. Um, have teaching moments with the younger guys right. and, and put, you know, put, put the older guys uh, in their place uh, as well. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, we're not saying, guys, that the Lakers aren't championship bound. Right. But they're right. going to have some up and downs. Chemistry. More, yeah, more downs before the ups, really. Um, someone in that locker room, one of those veterans or one of the three open roster spots has got to evolve into a glue guy. Like, yep. I get it. I get it. This is a LeBron-led team. Like, a lot of people mentioned, this is a Le- LeBron-led team. But Duds was someone that can bark and bear his fangs at LeBron, at AD, and probably at Westbrook, and get away with it. Because everyone understood he was that guy. That was his role. That's the type of locker room leader you need in, a, in this group of wily veterans. Right, right. But then some people would argue, like, do you do you need that type of player, though, specifically for this? You have so many vets, right? You have so many vets already. Um, you know, people always joke and people are joking that uh, we have, you know, we're one of the oldest. We might be the oldest group, the oldest team in, in the NBA, right? We have Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard on top of, of LeBron James. Um and 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 then you you know Kent Bazemore you add Wayne Ellington you know we have a lot of older guys in their into their thirties into the later stages of their NBA career, um, and so I mean maybe maybe the Lakers weighed that that into consideration like maybe we don't need a vet presence guy or or maybe maybe they were thinking that. Um, that veteran locker pre- room presence guy um, can easily easily be be uh, replicated, um, and I, in my opinion, I don't think it can. I don't. I don't think it can. I don't think you can replace a guy like Jared Dudley, um, um, who who acts um, or, or almost sort of like a, like a. a Back in the day, with with Derek Fisher and Kobe Bryant, and um, and when and 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 Pau Gasol, he he was he was there. He he was that locker room guy there for yeah, for us. absolutely. Every every championship team, every team that has ever made it to the finals has had a glue guy, right? Like right. every team, you know. Last year for the Suns, it was Chris Paul. Um, and for the Milwaukee Bucks, it was Drew Holiday. Right, right. There's always there's always that locker room guy, that that vet. Um, I'm not saying that none of the vets at the Lakers right now are going to be that glue guy, but sure. one of them needs to step up and be that glue guy. Right, right, right. Who do you think it's going to be? Just based on the roster. Based on this roster, will it be Ariza? I mean, I I raised that. Like, could it be Trevor Ariza? I don't think he's that guy. You don't think I don't so? think he, I don't think he's that guy. Um, I, honestly, that's that's the question, right? That's the million dollar or three million dollar question, whatever the vet <laughs> min, minimum is. 
I think 2.6 or 2.9 or something yeah, like that. 2.6. Who's it going to be? Because Duds was a non-guaranteed contract. It was cheap. That's a chief investment to to have. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I I can't even I I don't know. Mark Gasol? <laughs> Who, no, no, no. No. Who's it going to be? Phil Handy maybe, maybe one of the coaches. That's not the same. It's not the same. Cuz it's a coach. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be that next locker room guy, but it but someone's going to have to uh step up. Um and I and, and maybe who knows? Maybe we're making too much of a big deal about this. We're not though. We're, we're not. <laughs> we're guys, look, we are not making a big deal out of this because every team Every team has had a glue guy. And if you enter the season and not know who that is, you're in trouble. There's, I mean, you're not going to be always in trouble, but you're going to be in trouble for maybe that first half of the season. And, and when it comes down to, I mean, look, this is, a, this is one of the, 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 the quotes or the, um, what was written by Bill, right, uh, about Jared Dudley and um, what Jared Dudley accounted. Um, so it said his finest leadership moment occurred after um, the Lakers suffered a dramatic game five loss to Miami in the 2020 finals. While coach Frank, Frank Bogle had to tread lightly around his exhausted team, Dudley powerfully jumped in everyone's face and held them accountable for failing to put in a title effort. And this is from Jared Dudley, quote, it was the most serious adrenaline film session we've ever had. It was the, it was the one practice that no one talked to, to each other. People were mad. I called them out. I said, we can't have these mistakes. Frank Vogel has to walk a tight line, but I don't. I can get on anybody and they know what kind of guy I am and they don't take it personal. So even, exactly. even, even, even in, you know, in, in the, in the finals, like the glue guy, he is, he's, he's important. He's as important as that's the, your superstar, right? To, to get everybody, buddy's attention and get them, get them refocused for the next game. And look what happened in game six. Exactly. Blowout. 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 Everyone was focused. They knew what they needed to do. Frank Vogel said, Caruso, you're our secret weapon. <laughs> exactly, man. It was man. over. It was over. Listen, you, guys like Derek Fisher, you know, Udonis Haslam, Jared Dudley, you know, Chris Paul, those dogs in the locker room, you, you need them to keep everyone honest. Everyone honest. They could do things that, like you were saying, like you mentioned, Phil Handy can't. The coaches can't because they're in the locker. They're they're players. Uh, they they can level with the superstars. They can level with the youngest in the roster, and that's what Duds brought. So I don't know who that's going to be this season. It's a big question mark right now. Yeah, I guess we're we're gonna have to find out and wait and see. Um, I mean, we still have some roster spots open, so we have options, right? And who knows? Maybe one of the guys that we've already signed up can 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 um, take that plate and 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 run with it. We'll see. Yep. We'll see.
All right, guys, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, rumors that came out, some buyout rumors, and then also, yeah, some buyout rumors that have come out uh, just this past week about Rajon Rondo. Um, There's even DeAndre Jordan and also uh, some rumors, more speculation about uh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love, guys. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys then. I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player and Laker legend Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading this press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what's really helped him bounce back. He even said, Quote, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up. Close quote. I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working out for him. Cool thing is that we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, you'll receive a free four-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Valance 7 products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to Balance7.com and use promo code BELIEVE at checkout to get in on this promotion. If it worked for him, I'm sure it can work for you. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with John Weblegazzo, my brother. We are going to talk a little bit about some of the buyout rumors that came out uh, this week. Uh, first off, uh, this is from Ramona Shelburne, and she uh, reported that uh, Rajon Rondo is a strong candidate to join the Lakers if the Grizzlies buy him out. Um, he's been traded around um, last season from, you know, he signed with Atlanta. Then he got traded to the Clippers, and and then the Clippers trade him this offseason to the Grizzlies. Um, and so yeah, so that's where he is. Uh, also mentioned in the in the uh, Ramona's report is that De- DeAndre Jordan from the Nets is also a possibility and a name to look out for the Lakers if he's bought out by the Nets. And then yeah, last but not least, we have today there's some reports that the Cavs are on the verge of a buyout of Kevin Love and this was either concurrently or sometime after the news that broke that three team trade that sent um that sent our guy to to Portland and Larry Nance, dude. Larry Nance Jr. Larry and Nance, man. Flight seven. I think I think the Flight Seven. I think the Bulls got a ton of I mean Markinen went to um where did he go? Cavs. And and yeah, and then and then the Bulls yeah, got a, a, like a few picks plus a, uh, like a player or two, right? Derek Jones Jr. That's right. Dunk champ. Derek Jones. Right. right. Um, so high flyer. So that I mean, so that 
that's why this this report came out that there's there's a the buyout um, for Kevin Love that's on uh, on its verge and it might happen pretty soon here, and it might even happen while you know before this this podcast is published. Um, but uh, but yeah, everyone's talking in in Lakers Twitter that you know some are saying that it would make a lot of sense for him to join the Lakers given the connections there. Um, so yeah, let me, let's, let's talk, let's talk about this. We can, we, do, do you want to start from the top or do you, what do you want to do? I mean, I, I say bring them all on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have three roster spots, three right? roster spots, I, I, bring them all on. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring two centers in. I guess you could, I guess you can put Kevin Love as a power forward, but floor spacers. And then a redundancy for Howard. Why wouldn't you? I, the redundancy. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna plan for injuries, it's That's good true, to have but, redundancies. But I think we need a wing player. We've got a lot of those. <laughs> we need bulkier ones <laughs> <laughs> that would replace LeBron and AD. Right. Right. I mean, I guess. I guess. I, I don't know. Look, listen, I, I think the theme of this coming year is hold the line, right? Yep. There's a lot of personalities, a lot of hunger, desire for that ring, and they all want it, right? Uh, from the front office to the locker room to the parade-deprived fans to the ball boy, they all want number 18 in this group, Um Yo, what's what's that Western movie with all those different cowboys uh, from like different backgrounds and they're like from all over the place uh, that were like assembled to protect the village? I think uh, it was recently uh, remade with like Denzel Washington and um, oh yeah, I can't remember uh, his name. Uh, Star Lord, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Chris Pratt. Magnificent Seven. Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. Seven. Um, really, it's a remake of uh, of uh, the Seven Samurai, uh, which I got to watch while in Japan, but that's what this team is right now. That's what this team is right now. We're, we're pulling all these different pieces pieces. And the one goal is to resist the marauding bandits, right? Father time injuries. So hold the ground, get the record, get banner 18. This is that's the theme for this year. That's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. Actually. Um, and I think about it that way. That that's a new one for me. But but in terms of like we have three roster spots, right? Um, we're also holding the line up there too. Like True. there's there you know this report buyout rumors, buyout rumors, not free agent signing rumors, buyout rumors. We're talking about mid season buyout or. If if someone a team decided to buy him out, buy out a player at the beginning of the season, like buyout rumors, this is, tells me that the Lakers, since they're not looking at anybody in the in in the free free agent market, or, or or that there's no rush to fill the roster spots. There's no rush at all. They're they're you know they're holding the line on that. They're waiting. They're not looking to get guys in the market. They're they they. They and 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 you know, I mean, 
maybe 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 they don't have to. Maybe they don't have to buy it. They maybe don't have to get Rajon Rondo. They have guys like the younger players, right? There there's that report that they're looking for younger guys. They have younger guys, right? Sure, they are inexperienced, but they have those two-way players. <laughs> they do. They have those training camp invites and Mac McClung and um Sean D. Brown Jr. So I I don't know. It just it just seemed like with the Ramona Shelburne um report, which by the way came out the exact same day the LA Times article came out, which was by the way, props to the Lakers PR department for leaking that those rumors out to 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 the media to kind of <laughs> diffuse diffuse all that tension and angst and anger. Um but yeah, I mean I just I feel I feel like there's no rush to fill out these rosters and they're just waiting to see. They're they're in a wait and see mode. They're 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 holding the line. I mean that that's true. I mean so if we add Rajon Rondo, that gives us Russell Westbrook that gives us a championship. No, I'm kidding. I, don't know. I, I mean, pretty pretty much. Pretty much. The last time Rajon Rondo and LeBron James teamed up resulted in the championship. And the basketball IQ there cannot be understated. Rajon, and Rajon Rondo is another coach, a general, like a floor general. Right, right. And, and right, we're losing uh, a really generational IQ talent and and a coach in in uh jason kidd right um but we're also adding dave fisdale right offensive minded coach and if we added i mean he's supposed to be really great in, in offense and he's supposed to be up there in one of the the greatest you know the great minds in offensive coach Although, I mean, obviously he hasn't had the teams, he hasn't had the stars to support the teams that he he's coached, but except for like the LeBron James, right? Like in that heat, but he was an assistant coach. I'm talking about head coach stints, but um, I don't know. Yeah, look, let me tell you something about Fisdale, right? He's LA, LA royalty. <laughs> he's LA royalty. Uh, he was a point guard as well. Um, great basketball mind and you're right he never had the chance to teach his mind or find that player that could make the things that were spinning in his mind a reality on the court Um, and they'll find that maybe here in LA with LeBron James with Russell Westbrook maybe if we get Rajon Rondo because the high IQ guys I mean we'll see We'll see if we get Rajon Rondo back. Um, I'd like to have him back. I think he's great. I think he would be a great mentor. Um, I mean, not just a mentor, but I think he's going to be... Obviously, he's not going to perform well in the regular season like he usually does and because he saves up all that energy for playoff Rondo. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine with me. That's fine with me because I, I... that's when I need him the most. Look, the, let's stick to the goals, Eo. Secondary playmaker, shooters. Secondary playmakers, shooters. But right. you can't be losing your go-to defender and your glue guy in the process. That's true. That's true. I mean, we're, we lost a lot of defenders, and we've gone completely... Offense. Offense. 
right? Right. Let's see if, if Coach Vogel can teach a little bit of defense and maybe his system will work out in a way that, hey, everything's going to be all right. We're not going to be the number one defensive team, even though LeBron and AD were injured last year, right? We're not going to be the number one defense, but maybe we can be 15th, and that's going to be okay. Eh, we'll, we'll see, but defense wins championship. You know, old dog, new tricks. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe something that applies to us here. Um, I do want to bring up Kevin Love. I mean, you, you talk at length about it. Kevin Love, LeBron it. James, Russell Westbrook, UCLA. I mean, Le- LeBron loves his UCLA guys. Uh, Kevin Love is 32 years old. Last year, he only played 25 games, 26 games, 12, 12 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Kind of sounds like Marc Gasol before we got him. <laughs> Floor spacing, uh, forward center, 36, 37% from 3. I think he's a good fit. I, I do too. I think he would be a great fit. To, to come to the Lakers, and especially because there were reports that Marcus All might not be a lock to return to the Lakers. Um, so, I mean, we'd we'd need we'd need a replacement, and he would be great. And even if Mark does doesn't leave and he stays, I think Kevin Love on the minimum deal would be great to to have him here, um, and. Just like like you mentioned, just because of all the connections with LeBron James, with Russell Westbrook, um, it'll be it'll be amazing to see what what kind of magic that happens between Kevin Love, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and some I don't know who would you put in there like um, Baysmore or or you can put uh, Wayne Storm. Right, Wayne Ellington, uh, there, and that would be a a pretty nice lineup, and they could do some damage, I think. Yeah, I mean, if you're just thinking floor spacing alone, Kevin Love is your guy. He, right, he could do he could do all that. He could do all that. Thirty seven percent from three, like you said. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big Kevin Love fan. I mean, I was a big Kevin Love fan with Russ and him at UCLA. He was that dude that you uh, used for uh, NCAA 2008, right? <laughs> like, he was that guy. Hopefully, this this actually happens. You know, maybe we're hyping us, ourselves up too much and and for disappointment. And he signs with someone else, like the Miami Heat, <laughs> who are already stacked. Or the Nets because they're getting they they might get rid of DeAndre Jordan and they need a, a center right, um, or he might go to the Suns. I I don't know. We'll see. But but I think there's too many connections with the Lakers that uh, he might he might come here. I mean, all it's gonna take all it's gonna take you know, is Russ Westbrook picking up the phone and calling him. It's gonna take LeBron James picking up the phone and calling him, and that's it. It's I mean, it, that's what happened with. Right. It's a done deal. It's pretty much a done deal. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened with uh, with, with Russ and, and Trevor Ariza before. Yeah, UC- by the UCLA way. guys. 
I mean, they, they just, after Russ was, was traded, if you hear the news that he was getting traded to the Lakers, he, he, uh, he texted or phone called. He said contacted and he contacted, uh, Trevor Ariza. And that was, that was it. That was that, that was the recruiting. This is done, process. done deal. It was done. <laughs> and here we have Trevor Ariza coming back. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the Kevin Love, um, thing um i hope it happens uh, as well as rajan ronder i don't know about deandre jordan i'm a little iffy on him i think if they're gonna go fill out the whole roster mm-hmm. to 15 then they should get a wing like like west uh, matthews still available west matthews right west matthews would be great we need some defense <laughs> <laughs> that's true um so all right. I think that does it, John Webb. I think that does it for today. So, guys, you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.